I know what I have to do, but I can't seem to make myself do it. These are the words that a therapist friend of mine shared with me as we were talking about weight loss, discussing weight loss. And when she said that sentence, it really, it struck something in me. It, it struck, uh, it struck up my passion and compassion for those that struggle still, despite everything that they know, despite everything that they know is required to lose weight, despite maybe even their prior success in losing weight and maybe even being able to keep it off for a certain period of time just to eventually see that weight come back on. Ouch. I, that hurts. <laughs> I, that hurts. I know how frustrating that is. Um, especially for those that can identify with my therapist friend, I know what I have to do to lose weight. I just can't seem to make myself do it. In this episode of the rest-based weight loss podcast, I want to address the statement. And in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I'm a nutrition and lifestyle coach and rest-based weight loss seeks to give you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. So in yesterday's episode, I introduced the concept of neurotransmitters. And I introduced the fact that if you're dominant or deficient in the four major neurotransmitters that I mentioned, then that could be the driving force behind your cravings. Uh, As a matter of fact, in launching the nutrition challenge in the total body transformation program that I started on January 21st, we started with a neurotransmitter assessment and I had, uh, everyone who signed up for the challenge, I had everyone complete that assessment so that I could see what their numbers look like. Well, it just so happens that looking at their neurotransmitter numbers and then listening to what specifically it is that they're struggling with their struggles told a very consistent story with just naturally who they are just naturally that the, the level, the percentage of neurotransmitters that they are dominant or deficient in. And so I believe that when it comes to knowledge and information, it's, it means nothing. You can have all of the knowledge all of the research or all of the, the studies, you can have all of the education, the credentials, you yourself may even be a fitness professional. You yourself may be a personal trainer. You may teach fitness classes, group fitness classes. You may host your own weight loss coaching groups. None of that matters. None of that matters when it comes to your biochemical makeup and if that biochemical makeup is imbalanced. Because despite how much you know, if you are imbalanced, if you have dominances or deficiencies in specific neurotransmitters that are connected to the foods that you crave, then knowledge is not going to save you. And that's why 
so many women, including my therapist friend that I encountered, I mean, I work with women that know more about weight loss than I do. They know more about health and fitness than I do. As uh, for example, when I was, uh, hosting a video conference call for my group a couple weeks ago, they were talking about the fact that olive oil has a higher flashpoint than avocado oil. I've never heard that before in my life. I don't even know what a flashpoint is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, we, we have all the information We have all the knowledge. A lot of people that I come in connection with that come to me for help, they know more. They know more information than I do. They've done more research than I've done. They can teach me things. They can uh, school me on things. And and that's why I am 100% when someone in the group asks a question and I don't know the answer, I, with full confidence can call on the other members of the group to say, Hey, does anybody know the answer to this question? And at least three or four people will respond with the information. So information is not our problem, right? Knowing how to lose weight is not the issue. We have so many resources. We have access to, to so many different levels of of research and information at our fingertips on a consistent basis to be able to teach us everything we need to know about the human body. Everything, everything there is to know. And yet when it comes to dieting, when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to cravings, when it comes to willpower, when it comes to getting a handle on your food, when it comes to having a good relationship with food, when it comes to you controlling what you eat instead of what you want to eat controlling you, knowledge is not enough. Knowledge is not enough. There has to be something more. And in this episode, I want to address what that more specifically is. I want to make the connection. I want to go back to, you know, this topic of neurotransmitters and not to give like a biochemistry lesson, but I want to connect, I want to connect this to, I want to connect it to something that I've mentioned a few times in previous episodes, which is knowing who you are. Ideally, I believe that the, the issue that we all run into is that when we set a goal, we set a goal that, that has a lot of different components that we, that we equate with that goal. For example, if we set a goal of losing 40 pounds, then we are not just, we're not just setting a 40 pound weight loss goal subconsciously somewhere in the recesses of our mind, or maybe even in the forefront of our mind, we're setting a body shape goal, the way we want our body to look. We're setting a lifestyle goal, the way we want to treat the, the relationship we want to have with food and with exercise. We're setting, um, a, a social goal, how comfortable we want to feel around other people. We're setting a, uh, a vanity goal, how good we want to look naked, how good we want to look in certain outfits. Uh, 
the our ability to want to be able to fit back into old clothes that we've outgrown. Okay, so every, any goal that we set in our minds, we may say, I want to lose 40 pounds, and yet we don't realize that all of those other offshoot branches are all connected in our minds to what life is going to look like and feel like once we're 40 pounds lighter. So if we make the connection and we start first with the question, who are you? I think that starting with that question can then allow us to take all of the knowledge and information that we know and strip it all down to what specifically will connect and be directly in line with our current lifestyle, our current metabolism, and our current hormonal makeup. That sounds a little abstract, so I'll give you a specific example. Um, my goal, my goal is to have a relationship with food that looks extremely clean, whole, all natural, organic. Okay, I want to eat like my hunter-gatherer ancestors ate. Everything that I put in my mouth, I want it to I want it to have come from the earth. And I I don't at all want it to come from a from a factory. As a matter of fact, my dream in life is to be able to like have all of my meat and eggs and everything all be like pasture raised, grass grass fed. If we want to like talk ultimate fantasy, I would love to like be able to move off the grid somewhere, own a piece of land and have some chickens and cows, goats, and like just live off of my own land, like grow my own food. <laughs> that's my fan that's my fantasy. That's my extreme fantasy. But my but my goal, my relationship with food, my goal is to only consume foods foods that are all natural, whole, organic, okay? So what I have to do is I have to look at myself. Who am I? Well, uh, I like to eat a lot of food. When I sit down and I have my meal, I want there to be a lot of food on my plate and I want that food to be delicious. I want it to be seasoned to perfection. I want there to be a lot of complex flavors. I wanna have an experience when I'm sitting down and eating. So that means that if I want everything to be whole, all, all natural and organic, then I have to start with, I have to start with what I can start manipulating and what I can change versus going from the way that I'm eating right now, which is every once in a while, having some, having some gluten-free toast with my breakfast. And yeah, it's gluten-free. However, that toast, that bread was still made in a factory somewhere. Or, you know, for my daughter's, my daughter turned 13 last week for her birthday. I brought my family uh, a little mini chocolate cake so that we could sing happy birthday to her. 
and she blew out the candles and I bought myself like some little gluten-free cupcakes and I had my little gluten-free cupcakes <laughs> while everybody was having their chocolate cake. For right now that works, right? With like my digestive health, that's fine. But how does that look if I want to be able, if I am currently right now indulging in my own way when I want to, you know, to, if I'm, if I'm having a nice carb feast, a nice carb day, and I can have my, my gluten-free, you know, toast and my gluten-free pancakes and, uh, gluten-free muffins or gluten-free banana bread, because I love banana bread, but I'm gluten-free. So, you know, if I want to be able to have those things still, how is that going to work with, my desire and my goal to not eat anything that's been processed in a factory. So making that connection, knowing who I am and then comparing it to what my goal is. Well, the link to get there, the link from where you are right now to where you want to be, the stepping stone is knowing your, your metabolic makeup, knowing your neurotransmitters, knowing specifically the biochemical reason why you crave what it is that you crave. You have to know that. Because if you can give yourself, based on your biochemistry, if you can give yourself the types of foods, the specific foods that you need in order to meet those needs, then you can use those foods within your goal diet, within your goal nutrition plan, within your goal relationship with food, giving your body what it needs based on just naturally who you are preemptively will allow you to stick to whatever goal it is that you have with food, whatever goal it is that you have with your diet. That is how we make the link from where you are right now to where you want to be and how do we strip down all of the knowledge and all this information that we have all this diet knowledge and all this diet information i mean i speak to people who have done it all and have tried it all they know everything there is to know about going keto they know everything there is to know about eating paleo they know everything there is to know about the mediterranean diet they know everything there is to know about, uh, uh, about the Atkins diet. They know everything there is to know about whole 30 and what's whole 30 approved and what's not whole 30 approved. They know everything there is to know about intermittent fasting and going into ketosis and stabilizing blood sugar and the foods that have a high glycemic index versus the foods that don't and the oils that have a higher flashpoint versus the oils that don't. How do we take all of that information that we have in our heads and make it use and make it useful? How do we use all of that knowledge and information and apply it so that we can actually use what we know and, and, and achieve some results, be able to actually lose weight and keep it off this time. Once again, it starts with it starts with your neurotransmitters. It starts with your neurotransmitter nature. Knowing who you are. 
and not just knowing uh, who you are in an existential sense. No, in a literal sense. Which chemicals, <laughs> which chemicals are being are are being released when you have that food that you're trying to give up? When you have that food that you seem to give up for only a little while until it comes back to bite you and haunt you. Which of those neurotransmitters are being released when you eat that food that points to a dominance or deficiency? That this part of it, this part of understanding and knowledge about yourself, it, it's a lot more powerful than we think. And there's a lot more connected to it than we think. So what I want to do is I want to give you an opportunity. Um, and this is not, not to fill out the neurotransmitter assessment that I like give to my clients, but I want to give you an opportunity to take an assessment. It's like a four or five question assessment to at least find out what you may be deficient in. You answer like four or five questions, you tally up the totals. Like if you answer A two or more times, then you might be dominant or deficient in dopamine. If you answer B two or more times, then you might be dominant or deficient in serotonin. If you answer A, B, and C two or more times, then you might be dominant in you know dopamine, serotonin, and acetylcholine. So it, it allows you to answer these questions, tally up how many times you answer each question. If you only answer each question once, then that means you're completely balanced in all of them. If you answer one or more questions more than once, then that means that you are probably dominant or deficient in one or more of those neurotransmitters. And so if you want access to that, if you want access to take that quiz, then I want you just to shoot me. I want you to go to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer, submit your name and your email address. And when you are taken to the Google form, just put into the notes section, please send, please send the assessment and mention that you heard it on today's podcast episode. And even though that link is the link where you can submit your question or your comment, if you don't have a question or comment that you want me to address on this episode, you just want access to the assessment, then go to that link, submit your information, mention in the notes, please send the assessment that you spoke about on, the, on your podcast, and I'll email you that assessment, okay? And then you'll be able to take it. It'll take you just like a minute. You'll get your results. And if you are someone that has all of the knowledge in the world, if you're someone that has all the knowledge, all the information, you know everything there is to know about how to lose weight and you just can't seem to make yourself do it, then after you take that assessment and you find out specifically what you may be dominant or deficient in, then I want you to subscribe, I want you to follow, and I want you to come back. Because over the next week or so, we're going to talk about the types of foods that you can start incorporating into your diet so that you can stick to an actual plan and sustain that. Why? Because what you include in your diet will be based specifically on your biochemistry, will be spe specifically based on your neurotransmitters and what your body needs. All right? 
So if you want that assessment, don't forget, go to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. The link is in the description of this episode. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you next time.